Hi, this is ESPN's Dave Lamont, and you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Sports Objective, we appreciate everyone tuning in whenever and however you are watching or listening. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. Um, we're continuing to talk East Carolina Pirate football two and a half months from kickoff. And back at the end of spring ball, we heard from Mike Houston and staff. Um, and Coach Houston actually was on the program and talked about how he would continue to add pieces to the roster uh, throughout the summer months. And right now, very excited to be joined by one of those new pieces to the East Carolina football roster um, from Germany, Max Launch. Uh, Max, we appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, we, we know um, the significant time difference. Uh, it's about 10, 15 in the evening for you. Uh, so uh, really appreciate your time. Appreciate you uh, coming on with us on such short notice. But, uh, you know, if you would, um, before we talk about uh, you know, what really excited you about coming to East Carolina? And if you would just talk about everything that's, um, you know, just how you found out, to, you know, just your exposure to um, Division One college football there in Germany. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, like, four or five years ago, I started playing football in Germany. Um, I played for my hometown team in Germany. It's just, it's more like a hobby over here. Uh, I started playing for fun, just try to, like, start something new um and then i had that like feeling i knew i can i can play on a higher level so i tried to go to a bigger club in germany and i played for them and uh i don't know somehow i, I just made it to the to the national team um and then i got like recruited by a non-profit organization they tried to like place kids from europe in the in the, in the, in the states um and yeah, I told them I want to I want to play in the states, high school football or college football, whatever needs to go first. And uh, so I I decided to go to a high school. So I played there for two years now in Georgia. Um, yeah, and I always had the dream that I want to go to the next level after high school. But I mean, y'all know it's 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 a tough way. It's uh, it's hard. It's difficult, especially if you're from Germany. It's like completely different over in the states. It's faster. It's more physical um more complicated so i had to get used to that and uh yeah i just gave my best and at the end it worked out for me and it was definitely a good, a good experience but definitely a, a tough one you talk about a f faster more physical game um i know uh, i i was reading that when you came over from germany that you were what about six four six four and a half six five uh shy of 200 pounds and now you're what six six and about 245 or 50 pounds yeah i'm like six six 250 now and i came here and i was six five 185 or something so i was a skinny wide receiver 
um yeah came over to the us and yeah my coach told me if i get some weight on uh there's a good chance for me to play tight end or defensive end at the next level so i gained like 30 pounds my first year and then after my junior season i just i, don't know, I was like two maybe 225 or something and then after my senior season i was like if i want to make it to the next level i i need good film but i also need to be big in person so i tried to get up to 250 and it worked out and uh yeah i'm still fast physical so i'm still running like a four six forty time and uh yeah six six two fifty yeah yeah that's one of the things that really stood out to me uh, when i was reading about you is your your four six speed over 40 yards at, at that size i'm sure that's one of the many things that uh, jumped off to coach latrell scott at east carolina and obviously, uh, Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and uh, the rest of that offensive staff. Yes, sir. So, um, talk about how you met Coach Scott and that East Carolina coaching staff. Uh, you had heard of the Pirates program, and uh, you drove uh, from, I guess, there in the state of Georgia, uh, what, seven or eight hours up to Greenville yeah. to, to, to yeah. go through the camps? Yeah, um, so I went to a lot of camps in the summer, like first weeks of June. Um, and I, I mean, I played in Georgia, so I definitely I heard about ECU in the, in the past. And uh, I went to a lot of camps and ECU came to, I think, the second camp. Like I was at LaGrange or something. Um, they had like 40 schools there and uh, ECU was one of them. And they told me they want to see some tight end stuff, some blocking drills and stuff like that. Um, so I met some of the coaches and then, uh, the head coach wasn't there. So I, uh, I told them I, I'm interested, but, uh, they told me if, if I want to get the chance to see the head coach and, and all the other coaches, I have to uh, get on campus for a camp or something. So, uh, yeah, we, we scheduled the, the time when, when they had a camp. So yeah, I just signed up for the normal camp and then, uh, I drove seven and a half hours all the way up to campus from downtown Atlanta where we stayed at that time and yeah I mean it was definitely worth it and then uh, I got my offer the same day uh, right after the workout and uh, yeah I committed I mean maybe four hours later I told uh, coach Houston I called him and I said I'm gonna commit and feels like home so I want to just don't want to wait for any other schools or something to recruit me I just want to you know, close the deal and just get it done and just get ready for the future, you know. Which one of the prospect camps or was it that you attended on the ECU campus? Was it the one in the beginning of June? Yeah, it was, I think it was June the 10th or something or 9th. It was last week, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew that there was one going on. I was in town for the uh, baseball regionals and I remember – um I think both of those first two weekends of June, the, both the regional and super regional weekends uh, for for Pirate fans who were listening, um, and I'm sure they noticed, and um, there were camps going on with hundreds of uh, prospects there on the Cliffmore practice facility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the weekend when they played uh, Texas. And, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I got to watch that game as well, and uh, yeah, had my, my workout, and yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good weekend, I guess. <laughs> Since you brought up on um, that super regional against Texas, um, that was on um, such a, a um, 
so much intrigue and so much excitement there at Clark LeClaire Stadium in the jungle. Um, as a football prospect, just talk about what that meant to you to get to see um, Pirate Nation in action, so to speak, even though it's, you know, right around 6,000, a little less than 6,000 fans, at least what was announced. I think there was more than that actually there. But, um, you know, right around 5,800 as far as announced attendance. Uh, just imagining, you know, multiplying that by nine or ten with Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, it's different uh, in, the, in the U.S. It's uh, not like that in Germany, and uh, we don't have baseball and stuff like that. So I was definitely a, a crazy experience to see all the fans out there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the coaches told me when we have football games, it's going to be ten times more. So... It was definitely uh, really exciting to see that. And uh, it's just nice, you know, as a recruit, when you go to a school, like on a visit or something, and you see that the school has like an actual fan base, you know, because when I went to other schools, they didn't have, I mean, some of them didn't have a good fan base. And I mean, I want to play in a stadium that has like fans in it, you know, it just, I don't, I don't want to play in a stadium that is empty or something. So uh, it was definitely a great experience. And uh definitely a key element on the way to to my commitment when you were on your visit um i, I know uh, current east carolina starting quarterback holt nailers was in attendance at those uh, baseball games um just talk about some of the current players that you you know i'm no i'm putting you on the spot here but as far as you know holt nailers mason garcia is the backup quarterback uh, as we speak uh you know some of the players that you may have had the opportunity to interact with yeah, um, so when I was on campus, um, I didn't meet any players. I was like, I just met the Australian kicker because, I mean, he was out there practicing or something and I uh, was a specialist camp in the morning, so I met him, and uh, which is pretty cool. I, I mean, he's another international kid and uh, probably had the same kind of process going on when he came there. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, a team with a great future, and it's... Uh, what Coach Houston told me and Coach Scott, they had like, I think, 60 receptions for the for the tight ends last season, which is pretty impressive because my high school, we had probably five in total or something for all the tight ends last season. So I'm definitely ready for that. And uh, yeah, I hope I can bring my part to the team and to the success of the team. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you talk about that emphasis that Coach Houston and the staff um, place on the tight end position. Um, the room was very bare, um, we'll say. Um, you know, not not really any even any tight ends on the roster uh, to speak of when they took over back in December of 2018, and uh, they've built that room into what it is now with the likes of Ryan Jones, uh, who had such an excellent season a year ago. Shane Calhoun had a solid year. And like you said, uh, it was the best uh, production East Carolina's received out of the tight end position since way back in 2015. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's definitely just a great thing to see if you um, see a team playing with tight ends. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a great opportunity to have more possibilities for plays in your playbook. And, uh, yeah, it's just the way I like to play the game. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, definitely a physical tight end. I can block, and that's what I did uh, at my high school. We we had a pretty good run game, so I used to block, like, I don't know, 40 plays a game or something. So pretty exciting, yeah. 
I, I know you didn't have the opportunity to meet any players, on, like you said, on your visit last weekend. But uh, Keaton Mitchell, one of the Pirates' top running backs, um, the top running back a season ago, um, you know, he had a tremendous year, a ton of, you know, 60, 70, 80-yard touchdown runs for him. And I'm sure um, the coaching staff referenced him on the on the visit. But uh, like, like you said, um, there's so many – tight ends that we have on the roster, but they're used in a variety of ways, um, both, you know, uh, attached to the to the line of scrimmage, so to speak, or in, in split them out in, in the slot and, and have the opportunity to use them that way to create mismatches on the defense. Definitely, yeah. Um, that was definitely one of the other aspects that I looked at when I uh, thought about committing to ECU because uh, – I definitely watched some of the games from last year, like the highlights and stuff. So um, I wanted wanted to see what the program is about and uh, if I fit in the program. And uh, yeah, I definitely think that I fit in the program. And uh, yeah, that's another thing that made me commit to ECU. I know Middle Tennessee um, and Conference USA, and then they're they're one of the programs that had also recruited you. And uh, so. In addition to Middle Tennessee, who were some of the other programs you had heard from? Yeah, definitely. Um, so my recruiting process was kind of, I would say, tough because I came here, like I said, with like 185 or something, and uh, I played wide receiver. And then I had a pretty good season, my first season in the U.S., my junior season. I played D end, which was a new position for me, and uh, I had a pretty good season, actually. Um so I got offers last summer from like Middle Tennessee, uh, Dartmouth, Columbia, Tennessee Tech. And so the whole recruiting process kind of started for me last summer. And then, uh, yeah, some pretty big schools recruited me over the, the summer when I was back home. Um, but when I came back on campus, my coach told me we need like a big tight end. So I told him I can do it. But then most of the schools kind of dropped me because I didn't play the, the position they offered me for. So um, I had to kind of get into the recruiting process again this summer. Um, so in th this summer, I was talking to pretty much all the big schools or all the schools that came to the, to the camps. Um, and Middle Tennessee, obviously, was the, the first school that offered me this summer. And then uh, on the second day, ECU showed interest. And uh, I told my parents that uh, ECU was always like a dream for me because uh, when I came to the U.S., uh, it's not that far away, and we played in North Carolina. So uh, I heard of the school and the program, and uh, I told my parents if they offer, I just I want to commit, and then that's where I want to go. Um, so when they showed interest, I kind of I don't know. I didn't I didn't stop talking to other schools, but it was like when I talked to other schools, I felt like it's cool, it's it's a nice experience, but. It, I just want to get go to ECU, and if they offer, I'm I'm gone. I just want to go there, and uh, yeah, at the end, that's what happened, and uh, I'm happy that it uh, went that way, and uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a good experience at the end. I know early on in the interview, I believe we have some technical difficulties, so very quickly want to revisit this. I know you partnered with the organization that uh, well. Allows opportunities and it's a nonprofit organization there in Germany that provides opportunities in the States for uh, young men like yourself who want to play um, football in the collegiate ranks. But, um, you know, if you would just talk about your exposure to the game growing up and, you know, had it just been, you know, maybe 
watching games, uh, be it on YouTube or otherwise online, that uh, sparked your interest in American football? Yeah, so um, when I grew up, I played soccer. That's what like everyone does in Germany. We all play soccer, and uh, I played that for a long time. And uh, my dad at that time, he uh, worked overseas in like Denver and uh, New York. So uh, whenever he came back, uh, he watched football sometimes, and uh, he watched the Super Bowl and all the playoffs because that was like the only game they showed in Germany, the Super Bowl. Um, so I kind of started watching it with him. Um, and then I think in like 2017 or something, they started showing like three games a weekend or something um, of the NFL season. Uh, so I started watching that. And then I don't know, I don't know what kind of motivated me to start, but I just told my parents, I want to, I want to start playing football. And uh, they said, all right, then go for it. Do it. If you, if you want to do it and, have fun, try it, and maybe you like it. So I started playing, and yeah, like I said, I played like in the fifth division or something in Germany for my hometown team uh, in front of like maybe 20 fans or something. Um, and then, yeah, after two seasons or one season of flag football, I uh, went to my, like a bigger team close to my hometown. They play in the first division in Germany. Uh, they're the current national champion. Um, so I played for them one season and then COVID came and everything, COVID hit. Um, and that's when I got recruited for the national team. And that's the same, that same month, like, uh, November, 2019. Um, that was when that nonprofit organization came up to me and was like, if you want to try your best to play in the U S then we should go for it right now. Um, cause we didn't have any games in Germany because of COVID. So, uh, there was just one chance if I want to play in 2020, I have to go to the US. So I was like, I want to play and I want to make it to the next level. So I told them, yeah, let's let's try it. And then I ended up playing for Raven Gap. Yeah, as awful as the COVID-19 pandemic obviously was, it's, it's awesome that um, an opportunity like that, um, it may have happened anyway, but it sped things up for you and it certainly worked out. Um, with you earning the scholarship to East Carolina University. Um, a couple more things for you here, Max. And I know it's early on in the process, but do you have any idea what you would like to study when you get to ECU? Yeah. Um, so I thought about it uh, the last two years when I went to high school in the U.S. And uh, I thought about uh, business, international business or something like that, because that's obviously something you can do uh, or you can use that degree wherever you go and uh if I stay in the US, I can use that. And uh, if I want to go to Germany, back to Germany after uh, after college, and I can still use that over there. So that's definitely something I, I thought about, but I'm not 100% sure yet. <laughs> and making that transition a couple years ago on to, to going to school here in the States, obviously your family, all that uh, distance away back at home in Germany. And just talk about that and, you know, maybe mention two or three things like what were the most challenging aspects of that that transition yeah um so like i said earlier it's uh it's definitely different in the u.s it's it's all bigger it's it's faster it's more physical in the way of football but also when i when you go to high school in the states it's it's just different it's like a whole different atmosphere like 
all the students they support uh, whatever track and field team they support the soccer team they support the football team and in germany it's not like that in germany if you want to play soccer if you want to play whatever you want to be a part of the track team or something you have to go to a club team and uh we don't really have sport teams or something like that connected with a school in germany with high school so that was definitely uh the biggest difference and then um like i said it's Raven Gabel was a boarding school, so I stayed on campus, and uh, especially the first year because of COVID and everything, we had a pretty good football season. But after that, it was just staying on campus over the weekend and then uh, practice and morning lifts and everything during the the week. So it was just, I mean, it was just a grind, you know. It was just I had my goal, my vision uh, for for twenty twenty two, and. Uh, I was pretty much just work, you know, it was not just, I don't know, hanging out with friends or something. It was just that one goal in my mind and uh, just trying to, to focus and it worked pretty good. And yeah, it was definitely a great experience and uh, a good experience, but definitely not the easiest, you know, it's it wasn't an easy way or something. Being away from my parents and being away from my friends back home, because like I said, COVID hit in like April or something in 2022 and uh i left in july i think so i pretty much left everyone behind and uh had to make new friends in the in the us and get used to the to the pace uh, on the field and in the classroom so it was definitely different but i liked it and i got used to it and yeah good good decision and when are you going to be coming back to the states um so right now i uh, I talked to the coaches and we talked about uh, July, like the last two weeks of July or something, because I'm going to try to to get my parents with me just to, for them to see campus and everything and uh, meet the coaches. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to be on campus, I guess, late July. Sounds good. Um, well, Max, once again, we certainly appreciate your time. I uh, have really enjoyed this 20 20- minute or so conversation and uh, really excited to have you as a member of uh, the East Carolina football program and uh, we look forward to catching up with you uh, maybe at media day or you know or whenever you're here in the states here in the next month or so yes sir thank you very much for having me I really appreciate it thank you for taking the time Pirate Nation, that is Max Launch. Uh, he is of course one of the newest members of crew 22 on the East Carolina football uh, recruiting class uh, for the year. And uh, remember to follow us on social media, on Twitter and TikTok at the Sports OBJ, on Instagram at the Sports Objective. Like and follow us on Facebook, and of course, as always, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, for but for Max Lunch, I'm Bob Rosenbaum. You've been watching and listening to the Sports Objective. Have a great one, everyone, and as always, go Pirates! Thank you. Yeah.